Jesus House in Pursuit of God Discovering Purpose Maximizing Potential Impacting Lives This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London God bless you Lord Jesus, be enthroned in our lives, O God. Be enthroned in this church, O God. Be enthroned in this nation, everlasting Father. Even as we go into your word, everlasting Father, open our eyes to see the wonders of your word, O God. Reveal Jesus to us, O God. We bless you, everlasting Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have worship. Hallelujah. 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 You may be seated in God's wonderful presence. Genesis chapter 12, ladies and gentlemen, in the New Living Translation. I said I really love God. And those of you who were at the Fresh Fire prayers from 9 o'clock to 9.45 will understand as we go on. Genesis chapter 12 verses 1 to 8 in the New Living Translation. And please, ladies and gentlemen, hear the word of the Lord. It's not my word, it's the word of God. The Bible says, The Lord had said to Abraham, Leave your native country, your relatives and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous. I thought somebody would say amen to he says, I will bless you and make you famous, and you'll be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on the earth will be blessed through you. So Abraham de- departed, Abraham departed as the Lord had instructed, and Lot went with him. Abraham was 75 years old when he left Haran. He took his wife Sarah, his nephew Lot, and all his wealth, his livestock, and all the people he had taken into his household at Haran. And headed for the land of Canaan. When they arrived in Canaan, Abraham traveled through the land as far as Shechem. There he set up camp beside the oak of Moreh. At that time, the area was inhabited by Canaanites. Verse 7. Then the Lord appeared to Abraham and said, I will give this land to your descendants. And Abraham built an altar there and dedicated it to the Lord who had appeared to him. After that, Abraham traveled south and set up camp in the hill country, with Bethel to the west and Ai to the east. There he built another altar and dedicated it to the Lord, and he worshipped the Lord. Can I, in the name of Jesus Christ, speak into someone's life this morning, that this year, 2023, will be your best year yet? I am so convinced, ladies and gentlemen, in my Noah, this will be our best year yet. And the reason is because God has been speaking, in fact, should I say, shouting clearer than ever before. He said to us, ladies and gentlemen, as he said to Abraham, he said, this year you will be established. (laughs) Hallelujah. Let me turn to this side. This year you will be established. 
you'll be established. God has been speaking, ladies and gentlemen. But what is important is that we must hear, receive, and act on the word of God. Every time we hear the word of God, our responsibility is to align with God so that what he plans will come to pass in our lives. God, the Bible says that God spoke to Abraham. And guess what? He responded to God's word. God chose him. In a time when there was a lot of darkness and evil in the world, God chose Abraham because he wanted somebody to show his glory through, his blessings, his power through. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen, what God said to say to somebody this morning is that God has chosen you. Okay. Not the person next to you. God has chosen you. And he's chosen you because this year, more than any other year, God is looking for somebody to show his glory and his power in their life. There's so much darkness in the world, ladies and gentlemen. God is looking for the people that he will use as his representatives, his light in this dark world, to show that there's a God who sits in heaven. But, again, the challenge is how we respond to the word of God. And five things very quickly that we learn from the life of Abraham we want to challenge ourselves with this this morning. It's not a day for a long sermon. The first thing, ladies and gentlemen, five things very quickly. The first thing is that Abraham knew God. He knew the voice of God. You know, for the last few weeks, as as you know, Pastor Agua has been talking about the power of communication. How we've been chosen to come into a relationship with God, to walk with God, to commune with God. But ladies and gentlemen, our relationship with God Our walk with God, our communion with God is predicated on the extent to which we know God. It's not possible to have a meaningful relationship with someone if you don't know them. It's not possible. And what God is saying, what I hear in my spirit, is that this year he's looking for the people who will take time to know him well so that they can enjoy him well. You cannot walk with someone and have a meaningful relationship with them if you don't know them. The more we know God, the richer the relationship and the greater the exploits that God will do through you and I. That's why the Bible says in Daniel chapter 11, you know that scripture, well-known scripture. It says, but the people who are spiritually mature and know their God will display strength and take action. It's the word of God. God is looking for those who will seek him to know him rather than those who will seek him for what they want from him. Those are the people God wants to show his, his, his power and his glory through. Those who will know his nature, his love, his, his faithfulness. I love the way when David was leaving the throne, he was about to die, and he said to his son Solomon, he said, he said in 1 Corinthians 28 verse 9, he says, And Solomon, my son, learn to know the God of your ancestors intimately. Worship and serve him with your whole heart and a willing mind. And that's what God is calling us to, ladies and gentlemen. That was the testimony of of, of Abraham. So much so that God called him friend. May God call you friends this year. Number two, God's instruction to Abraham was very clear. (laughs) He says, live where you are. 
and go to the place that you should be. So Abraham left. And ladies and gentlemen, let's not imagine that it was an easy thing. Because the Bible tells us, if you read the commentaries, he was already rich and comfortable with his father. But God was asking him to not just leave the, his comfort, but to leave his old ways. Again, I'm sure you know, in those days, you know, there was a lot of idolatry in, in, in the land. And God is saying, I'm, the person that I'm going to show my power through has to leave those old ways to come into the new ways of God. Those things, <laughs> oh, I, I love God. You know, every single prayer that Pastor Derrile prayed this morning, I'm telling you, was just from the throne of God. One of the prayers we prayed was that nothing will defile you this year. Nothing will defile you this year. Nothing will disqualify you this year. But you have to leave everything. The good and the bad. And particularly the bad. God says to say to somebody, 2022 was a particularly challenging year. In fact, 2022 knocked you down. Disappointment, failure, pain. But God is saying, leave, leave 2022. My concern is 2023. I will establish you in 2023. Amen. He says, leave the hurt, leave the pain. Oh, God. You know, I, 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 read, I read this scripture, or rather, God laid this scripture on my heart, and I thought, this is me God was speaking to. Because, you know, sometimes Satan thinks that he's, he's, he's knocked you down. Micah 7 verse 8, it says... Do not gloat over me, my enemies. For though I fall, I will rise again. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. You will rise again this year, 2023, my brother and my sister. Regardless of the disappointments. Regardless of what happened. Isaiah 41, verses 8 to 10. I love God. He doesn't just speak. He's always there to help us. He says, but as for you, Israel, my servant, as for you, Pastor Derrily, my chosen one, descended from Abraham, my friend, I have called you back from the ends of the earth, saying, you are my servant, for I have chosen you. Please let me tell somebody, God has chosen you. Please say it to me. Okay, don't say it. Say it to yourself, God has chosen me. It says, for I have chosen you and will not throw you away. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged from your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. You will be victorious this year in the mighty name of Jesus. Number three. Number three. And this is the one that challenged me. God says, leave and go. Ladies and gentlemen, Abraham did not know where he was going. But Abraham believed God and obeyed God. If there's one thing that hindered the fulfillment of God's plans and purposes in the lives of the children of Israel, it was that one thing, disobedience. You know the scriptures. Time after time, the problem God had with his people was disobedience. I'm sure you'll agree it's the same with you and I. Probably more with me than you because I speak to myself. But God is saying this year, this year, obedience is the key. If you will do what God says you should do, you will see God's miraculous power like never before. 
Do you know, I've, I've, I've heard some incredible testimonies this year of some amazing things God has been... You, you know the way you hear testimonies and you're saying, Lord, how about me? How about me? When are you going to do it? Every life in this place will be a testimony. Yeah. But guess what? It has to be because you believe and you obey. Isaiah 43, verse 10. It says, but you are my witness, O Israel. O Israel, O Jesus' house, says the Lord. You are my servant. You have been chosen, chosen to know me, to believe in me, and understand that I alone, I am God. Jesus' house, ladies and gentlemen, this year, uh, we, we must believe God and obey God. And then we will see God act and work in our lives like never before. That's why, you know, when Pastor preached that message um, last Sunday, when he said to move forward, I'm I'm sure you noticed Pastor Funke when she came to do the closing prayer, she was excited. It's what we've been hearing, and I'm sure some of you have heard messages from different men of God. It's what we've been hearing. Just go forward, move forward, do something, obey God. Enough of procrastination. Enough of excuses, thinking. And this one, I'm saying to myself, you know, I, I heard somebody describe it as overthinking is paralysis analyticus or something like that. It just paralyzes you. But this year, do something. Do whatever it is God asks you to do. But again, the God we serve, ladies and gentlemen, see what it says in Exodus chapter three, 33. It says, I'm not asking to just do something. I will personally go with you. Jesus' house. God says he will personally go with you. He says says to Moses, I will personally go with you. I will give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. Isaiah 45 verse 2 says to Cyrus, another one that he chose for his purposes. He says, I will go before you, Cyrus, and level the mountains. I will smash down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. The message translation says, I will go ahead of you, clearing and paving the road. I'll break down bronze city gates, smash padlocks, kick down bad entrance. That is what God wants to do for you. But can you imagine, ladies and gentlemen, God is going ahead of you and is smashing padlocks and breaking down gates. Guess what? You're still sitting at home. You're not getting up. You're not moving. Can you please, please, I'm saying this politely and reverently. Can you please elbow the person to your left and right and tell them, get up and go, keep moving. <laughs> no, no, no I, I, didn't say, I, I didn't say embrace. I, say, I didn't say embrace. I said elbow, elbow. <laughs> Number four, and we're coming to an end. God said... Go. Leave your country. Leave the past. Go. Go into 2023. Do what I've asked you to do. And he says, I will bless you and make you great. The Lord will make you great this year. He says, I'll bless you. But ladies and gentlemen, you know, when we hear the word of God, like when God says, I will bless you. When God says, says, I will establish you. Human tendency is always to think about how the word of God benefits you. But listen, God says, no, that's not my way. 
It says, go and be a blessing. I will bless you so that you will be a blessing. Can I please say to somebody, if you want to see the power of God, the blessings of God, you better align your mind to understand that the purposes of God are not primarily for you, but for the person sitting next to you. Everything God puts in you is not primarily for you. You are meant to just be a conduit of God's blessing to the people around you. And that's why we miss some of God's plans and purposes because we think it's about ourselves. You know, we're selfish. We want to, put, you know, we want to hold everything to ourselves. God is saying, no, no, no. It's about you being a blessing. I love the way, I think it's the Amplified. It says, I will bless you abundantly and you will be a blessing, a source of great good to others. Can somebody purpose that this year, 2023, I will be a source of great good to others? Should I tell you something? Should I tell you something? How many people want to be great? How many people want to be great? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You want to be great? Do you know greatness is really a measure of how much you do good to other people's lives? He says, I'll bless you abundantly, and you'll be a blessing, a source of great good to others. So, ladies and gentlemen, can I implore you, not for yourself, but for myself, can you please hear the word of God and go and do what God has asked you to do? You know why? Because if you don't do what you're supposed to do, then you won't be a blessing to my life. Please, can you elbow them again, please? Can you elbow somebody and say, get going, get going. And then, lastly, lastly, the Bible says that God appeared to Abraham. He appeared to Abraham after speaking to Abraham. He appeared to Abraham in order to confirm his word to Abraham. But listen, Abraham's response was that he built an altar to worship God. Again, in the Amplified, verse 8 says, He called on the name of the Lord in worship through prayer, praise, and thanksgiving. This year, ladies and gentlemen, if there's one thing you and I must do every day, not just pursuing the knowledge of God to know God so that we, we, we're intimate with God, not just putting the things of the past behind so that we can actualize what God has for us in 2023. Not just believing and obeying God. Not just being a blessing to others. If, what, if there's one thing that we must do is every day build an altar of praise and thanksgiving in your house. You know why? The altar Abraham built was to Honor the name of God. Honor God's loving kindness. Honor God's faithfulness to, towards him. And for the privilege of being chosen. Incidentally, and I'm sure you figured it out, the title of today's message, if you wanted the title, is You Have Been Chosen. It's a privilege to be chosen by God. It was a privilege for God to choose one man, one man, Abraham, out of all the nations of the world to be his representative. It's a privilege, ladies and gentlemen, 
to be chosen to be part of God's plans and purposes. In this time that we live, Abraham built an altar because he understood this privileged relationship he had with God. It's a privilege, ladies and gentlemen, to worship God. Let's not take it for granted that we can come into the presence of the Almighty God. You know, like the Bible says, you know, to stand with the 420 elders and bow down. It's a privilege because not everybody knows God like that. Not everybody has access to God like that. It's a privilege. That's why, that's, that's um, Psalm 113, that song we sang, Psalm 113, verse 3, in the Amplified. It says, from the rising of the sun to the setting of the, of the same, the name of God, the great name of God, is worthy to be praised. Thank you. Praise, ladies and gentlemen, thanksgiving is very powerful, very powerful, very powerful, because it honors God. And God always responds to the praise of his people, to the worship of his people, to the thanksgiving of his people. God always responds, because when you honor God, God says, I will honor you in return. The psalmist says in Psalm 67, Psalm 67, verses 5 and 6, he said, May the nations praise you, O God. Yes, may all the nations praise you. Then, then the earth will yield its harvest, and God our God will richly bless us. God always responds to the praises of his people because it honors him. You know, the, the, the story of Jehoshaphat, you all know. He was, face, he was facing battle. All he wanted, all he cried out to God for was victory over his enemies. In the same way that we desire victory over our enemies. But ladies and gentlemen, you know the story. The, the, the Spirit of God instructs them to praise God, to worship God. And see what happened. Not only did God defeat the enemies, they came back, the Bible says, with an abundance. May this year be a year of abundance for you. As you build your altar of worship every day before God, may God respond to your worship, to your thanksgiving. May this year yield an abundance for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Today is Thanksgiving Sunday. It's the second month of the year. We've got the rest of the year before us, ladies and gentlemen. But can I guarantee you and I, according to the word of God, this will be your best year yet. Amen. I want to end with this. Abraham built an altar to honor and worship God. But it wasn't just to honor God. The altar was also a stake in the ground. Because if you read the scriptures, he had, he had obeyed God. He had walked through the land. He had traveled through the land, but he had not yet possessed the land. So that altar was a statement of faith. It was a statement of confidence that as you have said it, Lord, this land belongs to me. As you build an altar, ladies and gentlemen, it's a statement of faith that I trust you, God. Everything that you have said, it will come to pass. So I invite you, ladies and gentlemen, let's start from today's Thanksgiving Sunday. Let's build an altar of praise and worship and thanksgiving. It's, it's you know, the beauty of building altars is, is that it doesn't have anything to do with circumstances. 
You haven't received it yet. It hasn't happened yet. In fact, the circumstances are saying otherwise. But you just build an altar of praise. How many people want to honor God this morning? Hallelujah. Do you know, as I prayed in the Spirit, I felt the Spirit of God say, as my people honor me today, as my people build altars for me today, they will have an encounter with me today. Amen. Go on, begin to honor God in your heart. Just begin to honor God in your heart. Begin to honor God in your heart. Oh God, bale badaba. We worship you, God. We honor you. We adore you, everlasting Father. As we prepare to build an altar of praise and thanksgiving. I just want to make a call to anyone who's here physically or anyone watching online. Remember, the word of God is you've been chosen. You've been chosen to come into a relationship with God. But the responsibility is yours to accept that invitation of God. The greatest privilege that we have as human beings is the privilege of our relationship with God. And it's all because Jesus Christ, the Son of God, our Lord and Savior, He paid the price so that we can come into that relationship. And so if there's anyone here under the sound of my voice, I speak the Word of God into your life. It will be your best year yet this year, 2023. But it is predicated on that relationship with God through Christ Jesus. And if you haven't already accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you haven't accepted that great gift, the great privilege of our relationship with God, today is an opportunity. I want you to join us in building this altar of worship. But before you do that, can you just... Accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You, say, you, you want to say to God, Lord, you know, like Abraham, I hear your voice. God called Abraham from the land of idolatry. In the same way God is calling somebody this morning. You want to say, Lord, I hear your voice and I respond to your voice. If that is you, ladies and gentlemen, you've never done this before. You want to submit your life to God. You want to start a walk with God. If you're here in the auditorium, if you just want to lift up your hand so that I can see, just wave your hand, just wave your hand, wherever you are. It's between you and God, not the person next to you. God has chosen you, not the person next to you. If you're here, just wave your hand. But more importantly, more importantly, it's a walk with God. God says, I have chosen Abraham, my friend. God has chosen you and I to walk with him. This morning, ladies and gentlemen, out of gratitude, understanding the privilege of what God has done and what God will do with you this year, 2023, can somebody begin to build that altar of worship? Go on. Let's just spend time and build.